guys and gals, um, I saw a really cool nostalgia horror movie, and I remember this nostalgia horror movie years ago. Um, at, this one came out in 2014, and I remember the poster was being cool. I remember hearing good reviews for it. The thing is, at the time, I didn't had a chance to watch it because you know, at, at 2014, I'm trying to remember when, when it was released. I remember I was doing a lot of gaming stuff at the time, so I started a gaming channel, and so I was doing a Sort of brand new retro gameplays and uploading my older retro gameplays, so I didn't really have a chance to review this one. And sadly to say, man, I, I wish I did not skip it. I just stuck with my gut and just watched this. And I have an opportunity to watch this movie. And looking at the description for it now, they beat me right to it to what I'm going to think of this movie already. When I saw the movie Scare Waves, it is a hundred percent have that Tales from the Crypt and Creep, Creepshow Part 1 feeling. And the Tales of the Crypt feeling is like how the episodes are set up. It's set up like so much you can see something from Tales from the Crypt, you know? But the Creepshow Part of it, came, to me, comes from the lighting. If you remember Creepshow Part 1, how the lighting is, it's like like horror setup lighting. Like, like it matches with every scene of the movie. That dark blue reddish lighting. And it works so fucking well. And you know what? I thought I would never see a lighting like style like that. Be- when Creepshow Part 1, that came out a long time ago. And even as many horror movies come along after that, I never ever seen lighting like that again. Until 2014 era when the movie Shockwaves was created. But it took me, it took me now to see it, actually. It's freaking 2017. Wow. But um, it's, this was done in 2014, and they brought that lighting style back. I was amazed by it. I was like, wow. You know? And the movie... Well, let's talk about the movie first. Um, of course, being Anthology Hall, you don't want to spoil anything. Um, even though this came out in 2014, this is one of those moments when I really did like this movie. It was not bad to me. So, I, this, is, this is the reason I will not spoil it for you guys and gals. And um, the movie had, like, this radio DJ. You know, it's like, the last show for his, for his radio program. And um, he had he had stories about other um, listeners, and they were all shitty stories. So the radio DJ was like, you know what? I'm gonna tell you guys some stories, you know. So he started telling them like, for like four like about four different stories, and um, I'm trying to remember now because even though I just seen it just now, I was reviewing a, I was reviewing two movies at the same time, watching this one and watching another one after that. So bear with me, guys, but. But the first story was actually my most favorite anyway, and even though the other three was good, but the first story was my most favorite because I thought it was unique, you know. Um, it's about this painter, he paints these women, and then when it hit midnight, these women start dying. Look like look like some kind of demons killing them, and all of a sudden, later on, he has this woman knocking on his door. Found out that this guy having an apartment, his apartment, his room. I mean, his house having a room to rent. And the woman started knowing strange things about this guy. You know, he was, like, creepy. He was, like, checking the woman out. And she's wondering, you know, what's up with this guy, pretty much. And she started figuring him out. And let's just say they kind of, like, have a conflict. And it kind of leads up to something. Let's put it like that. And um, you get your second story about these two robbers. And, um, the, yeah, this is pretty much like a creature ripoff, actually, when you think about it. But it was a good Crypt Show rip-off, just a Crypt style rip-off. It was good. And when you think of it, when I finally thought of it, you know, 
Because the second story kind of reminds me of one of the sections in Creepshow 1, actually. Um, these two two robbers go into the house, and the robber's woman, like, trying to mess with his cousin, and the cousin kind of, like, told on him, told told on her what she's doing, and the, the, the husband got pissed off, and let's say he's settling his own way, but it's going to come back to haunt him, you know? And then we get your third story about this um, security um, officer guy. And let's just say he has a sin, you know, while, while he was being investigated for what, what, what probably went on. And this this is like a more of a supernatural tale, actually. Can't, I don't want to ruin that one. That moment was kind of like cool. And the fourth story, you got this woman who's obsessed with this guy. And... She wants the guy to come to her instead of his girlfriend, and her paranoia, her, her craziness is going to get to her. Let's put it like this also. And of course, we get your shocking twist ending with the radio DJ as he comes across this guy that's trying to assassinate him. And, you know, as I said, the radio DJ got his own twist also. He, that, and you can explain why he got all these good, scary stories because, hey, you got to be crazy to. T- to be in the dark place, <laughs> let's put it like that. Um, all in all, Scareways was a really good fucking anthology horror movie. I wish I saw it when it was released in 2014, but again, you get back up with a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So definitely check this one out. Anyway, peace, guys. See you later.